Hello. And welcome to. We like stuff, and so should you. This is that show where we talk about stuff we like, and hope that we'll like it. Shabbat. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, welcome to We Like Stuff and So Should You. I am Brendy. I'm Mel. Um, we are eating while recording this. I'm sure it's going to be amazing for the audio. Um, but we like to eat. That's the thing I like. Anyway. Yeah, that's a little like. This is a delicious sandwich that Brendan made. It's an egg sandwich with onion and cheese on rye bread. Um haven't ate breakfast yet it's 12 p.m yep and we're supposed to get this to jail by one and it's going to be a little bit late because i said the wrong thing to her but that's okay i'm sorry jill (laughs) um yeah this is the show where we talk about stuff that we like and we hope that you like it too um if you've been listening we've been talking about uh we've been updating you actually on our animal crossing stuff um, if, if you don't mind, um, one of the biggest updates is that we've both now put in about 200 hours each into Animal Crossing, uh, up to today. Um, yeah. it's and also, it's kind of like an accomplishment and a shame. I don't think it's a shame. I mean, it's a shame I carry. That's fair. Well, in total last year, I know I, it, Xbox didn't do it, but, um, for the Switch in total, Last year, I did 624 hours, um, and I think PlayStation, I can't remember how many hours it was. I think it was like 300 or something, or 200, it doesn't matter. No, 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 it, it might have been more. Anyways, um, so just to have 202 weeks, yeah, that's, uh, or three weeks, I should say, it's been three weeks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, wild. It's not a shame. I am proud of the nothing that I've done. Um, it's also Bunny Day, which is the Animal uh, Animal Crossing equivalent of uh, Easter, where a man in a bunny costume... Um, well, just to preface, all the characters except for you, you are the only human, everybody else is literally an animal. Um, this character, Zippy, is a... Zipper. zipper. sorry. Because he has a big zipper on his back. Yes, but everybody's an animal. Um, and he claims that he's not... I think we talked about this last time. He claims that he's not wearing a costume but then pray tell what does the zipper for what is the zipper for i should say um so we got to see him hopefully for the last time in our entire lives um and he was dancing around and we are now done with bunny day yeah we're really excited for the egg event to be over because um if anyone who's listening plays animal crossing you know as we complained about it last week that the egg event is super annoying if you're trying to get more resources yep um because eggs come out of trees and rocks when you're trying to fish i mean it was it was absolutely spectacular when we were doing the fishing tournament yesterday um and you went to go fishing and you caught an egg and an egg is not a fish so it does not count towards your fish count that was very exciting Mm um yeah so yeah uh what else what else have we done uh, what else to update you? 
Oh, I don't remember if I talked about it last time. I, um, um, I basically have just made my own amiibos uh, for Animal Crossing, effectively. So I am now able to invite my own villagers. Um, I think we did talk about Berdo last time. He is now gone. Um, I did get a poster of him, which was really great, uh, because I, as much as I did not want him to be on my island, I was very appreciative of him showing up, um, which was very good. Um, and yeah, now I have Celia, which is a looks like a Dutch eagle, which is amazing. I'm going to invite Teddy, who is just a te uh, literally a, just a bear, um, but he has a jock personality, which is hilarious. So he's just talking about getting pumped and ripped. Um, he'll get along great with our resident Donkey Kong, Louie. Um, oh, yeah. DK. Donkey. I'm sorry, I forgot. Anyways, nobody remembers. Nobody wants to do it. They don't want to do that sound effect. Um, yeah, you're inviting Lucky who is a dog wrapped up in, basically, they, it's a dog mummy. Um, I'm there for the aesthetic, the goth aesthetic. However, um, I don't think you agree with his house, but um, here we are. Um, because his house has swamp flooring. So when you walk around in his house, it's uh, very much so, uh, you're just walking around in dirt. Yeah, it's great. But, uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> what? Nothing. Oh, is there, is there a way to tell how long this has been? Uh, not really. Okay. We should do a timer. Yep. We should. What does this mean? 180 beats. I don't know. Let's just start timing it now. No, okay. Cut it a little bit shorter. <laughs> yeah, I guess. More room for songs really bad at usually so. oh for sure i've been i've been like coming in under the wire uh let's say 10 minutes have passed so maybe 15 but uh yeah so i think that's enough for animal crossing um i, th I th did sure? i i don't know did you have anything else to add for this week um I mean, like, I put a lot of paths down, which is really neat. You were very confused as to why each area had different colored or different types of paths. And I was like, well, it's a different area. So. Yeah, to each their own. Exactly. Um, I've created a magnificent, gigantic garden in my backyard, which was quite small. And I expanded it quite a lot. So the whole one half of my island is basically a garden um, for my own purposes. Um, so, yeah. And that's... That's exciting. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I really hope this is recording properly. Ooh, might have to cut that bit out. <laughs> Hello. Anyways, I think it's. We should now. probably talk closer to the mic. It's uh, we're be talking pretty far away from it. Well, it's, it's this audio. My computer was nice because I we we understood what was going on. Well. We'll figure it out. Hopefully this is recorded well, and if it's not, we're going to do it again. Because we have to. Well, maybe we should pause and check it. I guess. Uh, Let's press the space. Button. And here, here we go. So we did check it, and it's probably a weird cut and a little bit jarring. Um, but we're back. Yeah, and it was pretty all right. I'm sure you'll notice that things, I don't know. Stuff and such and stuff. Exactly. That's what you get when you record from home. 
It's never perfect, but it's always okay. Yeah, and fun. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Yeah, you did your garden? Yeah. It's a nice garden, I must say. And, oh yeah, I've, I've finally moved. I have one more house to move. Each house takes 50,000 bells, and it, it, I've been moving them slowly because I spread them all out. And then I was like, well, I want them all on one side, and my right-hand side is going to be like a weird thing that I have to figure out still. A weird thing? Yeah, sure. Oh, cool. But, um, yeah. I'm all set for Animal Crossing, at least. Mm-hmm. What, uh, did I go first last time? I don't remember. I think I went first. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I'll go first. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we could do, like, we could still probably do two things if we're quick about it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so my first thing is breakfast. Hmm. Uh, breakfast is one of the most fun things. Uh, it's just, it's just a good, breakfast is so versatile. And, like, there's so many ways to start this topic. Um, and breakfast is different for everybody in different cultures, and I don't care to go into that. Um, but that's true. You can look it up. <laughs> uh, but there's just something so good about having breakfast for breakfast and for anything. Um, like, I don't know, like, eggs and, and bread and, and cheese and, 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 like, what else... What's the veg- What's a vegetable or uh, like fruit to have fruit in the morning too? Mm-hmm. All that nonsense piled together. That's amazing, um, and it's just so unique. And like usually breakfast foods are typical to breakfast. You don't typically have eggs outside of breakfast, or at least for me. What about quiche? I said typically. Do you have quiche every day? No. <laughs> <coughs> no, I do not. Okay. Um, and it just it just makes it so like such a special event when you're having breakfast which means that when you have breakfast outside of the breakfast time which can literally be anything we're having breakfast now because i generally wake up between eight and nine and then play animal crossing until melissa wakes up and then we both play animal crossing until we're like oh we're very hungry and now it's one o'clock um but um yeah having breakfast explicitly outside of breakfast time is pretty amazing it just it just feels like a special event um which kind of brings me to my secondary, not secondary topic, but like in tandem topic with this is, is like all you can eat breakfast places. Um, mm, just be- Yeah, just because. Can I also make a point? You can, yeah, you can make whatever you want. Um, one of the best things or lines about breakfast, because um, we talked about Killing Eve last week. Great show. Um, the boss lady. I already forget what her name is. I've just done too many things since then. Um, she like talks about how she doesn't really like breakfast because it's all eggs, mm-hmm. and who decided that? It's all different types of eggs. Yeah, that's all I had to add. I just thought. Oh, that's fair. It was better when she said it. <laughs> yeah, she is very British and deadpan about it, which is great. Um, but yeah, no. She's right and also wrong because, like, you basically someone also decided that you basically have dessert for breakfast. So waffles, pancakes, French toast, though that does have eggs, but it's also a dessert. Um, like anything is is fair game when it comes to breakfast, um, and it just feels great. I think my favorite 
There's only two real styles of eggs that I really, 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 really enjoy, and all other eggs are like, yeah, this is great. Um, I like over medium eggs, I guess I would call it. Yeah, over medium, um, where it's cooked pretty good, but then it's like a little gooey when you bite into it. That's just the best. If you have something to dip into it, or if you're like eating it in a sandwich, like we all, we both are. It's just great because then the, the bread kind of soaks it up and it's just really delicious and tasty. Um, and a really good omelet. Omelets are spectacular. Um, growing up, my dad was super into making omelets. Um, and like I got, I was so... Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> um, I was always stoked about omelets because of ha- like these big giant omelets he was always make. Um, it was always wild because he would use like eight eggs somehow... Um, and it would be like red peppers and green peppers and onions and, and like actual chili peppers and, and mushrooms and, and, and spinach and all this nonsense. Um, and he, he always kind of like made, not, not always, but he sometimes like made it into a bit of a game and he would always like flip the whole thing in one. Kinda like, and he always had a weird way of like teaching us how to do things. He would show it to us. We would get stoked about it. And then he would like try and teach it to us. But he wouldn't really teach it. He would just be like, just do that. Um, and then we would just have to practice. He never really wanted us to do it because we would make a mess the first couple of times. But yeah. then both me and Mike got uh, really good at it. Um, before yeah, Mike... the first time I saw you do that, I was very you... impressed. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, 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 was... I was scared. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I... then you did it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that is a skill I never knew I needed. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and before Mike, uh, my brother, went vegan, that man would have eggs, like, all the time. He would come home from, like, work, and then he would go to work, um, go work out right afterwards, and then come home, and then make, like, eggs with feta cheese, broccoli, and all sorts of nonsense, um, and then crush that, because that's, like, a very good combination of protein and energy stuff for right after a workout, uh, with, yeah. Um, and now he's just moved on to tofu and, and other things. And it still tastes great. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I really like whatever he makes. It's just I don't care as much as him. So I can never go vegan. Well, I can, absolutely. I choose not to go vegan because I just don't care that much. But, um, yeah, no. Uh, especially with breakfast, you can mix savory and sweet, which is incredible when you have, like, um, like anything with egg but with also like waffles and stuff uh, making like waffle sandwiches is always a wild thing having belgian waffles which are always like the thicker crispier waffle with such a fluffy interior and you just cover mm. that with maple syrup yeah there's that um, speaking of someone who has went to belgium last year um wowza <laughs> <clears throat> the waffles are tre magnifique also, the French fries. Very good. Oh, I wouldn't have Belgian that. frites. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever have the chance to go to... Um... Oh, my gosh. I can't think of anything. I literally cannot. What's the restaurant? Down here? Downtown. Does... Oh, St. Veronas? Yeah, St. Veronas. I thought you were going to talk about something in Belgium. I was like, I didn't go to Belgium. What no. are you on about? No, but St. Veronas is a Belgian restaurant, and they have frites, which are also quite good but um well they're very good they're amazing yeah they're um (laughs) but yeah belgium waffles in belgium yeah there's literally a million places that make them i I cannot imagine it's it's incredible um 
But yeah, no, there's a place downtown Toronto. It's called The Starving Artist. I know there's two locations. They're like a whole... I think there's like three. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think so. There's a whole... They do like breakfast waffle stuff, um, but they have waffles, and then they will make um, a waffle out of like mashed potatoes, and it'll be like super crispy and fluffy, and then you can have like both your savory and sweet and mixed breakfast ideas. Um, the potato waffle eggs benedict. Yeah. Is a must eat. A must eat. <laughs> but yeah, and then, like, oh, I'm eating and I shouldn't have. That's a mistake on my part. Hold on. I don't want to, I don't want to be like, Talking nom, about nom. breakfast and eating breakfast. That's our show's guarantee. It's so honest and real. What's the deal? We like stuff, and so should you. I'm. I'll never not be impressed about the, your ability to make up songs on the fly. But that one was bad. It, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't. All, some of them are really good, and some of them are really bad. But they're they're really good, regardless of how bad the content is. It's just like, oh, you're doing this. This is great. I hate what you're saying. Right. But yeah. Yeah. No, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna I was gonna kind of tandem into. Um, having breakfast at like the wrong time that's always that's always fun it's always like it, it feels like a like a special treat like you'd have like yeah. traditionally like oh we're having steak tonight that's huge we're having omelets tonight we're having waffles tonight yeah. for dinner hell yes are you kidding me um breakfast for dinner a classic exactly and like me and my friend we went to denny's uh, far too much in the first like four years of maybe three years of our friendship and it was always like it was always past like 11 p.m. It was always because we were sad and we didn't know where else to go. Um, and Denny's would remain open. And when it got to the point where one time we showed up, we both didn't have money, but we just wanted somewhere to go. And the um, the waiter dude uh, that was there, I don't think he's there anymore, and I'm glad he I hated him. But the waiter dude, um, he asked us what we wanted, and we were like, "No, nah, we just we're just here." And he brought over a hot chocolate for me. I think he brought over a cherry coke for Adam. Um, because that's what he would always get and then he brought over a little bowl of pancake puppies and we were like man how sad are we also this is great but we must look real sad <laughs> oh boy um but yeah no denny's was like a buck wild place and like that's a topic in and of itself i might talk about that next time because i really like and also hate denny's but i love to hate it um it gets to the point where like at a certain time it becomes like a liminal space where nothing is real um but yeah, no, it, it, it goes in tandem with like having breakfast at the wrong times. I would, we would go there and I would just have like omelets or their grand slams or nonsense. They would have a, they had a really good burger that also just had uh, like a grand slam on top of it. So it was eggs and hash brown inside too. Um, Classic. Just, yeah. Just breakfast anytime, all the time. It's so great. Um, and it feels like, it feels like a bit like, like naughty, like naughty in like the wrong word. And I don't know why I'm pronouncing it so pro- <laughs> naughty. <laughs> But it's it's like, so naughty. But it's like, ooh, we're doing breakfast now. Oh, <laughs> how how sp- uh, spontaneous, I guess. Scandalous. Scandalous. Thank you. How naughty. <laughs> okay, I just how gonna, I said that. I was gonna keep coming up to you throughout the day, just go naughty. Naughty. No, it's like it's like it's you're quite to, naughty. Yeah, it's like no, you have to do it like you're doing a British accent, but you as soon as you start it, you're not committing. Naughty. Naughty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's that's my first thing. I it's just breakfast. I really like it, and 
it seems like such a weird commodity because like if I ate eggs all the time that's not really an issue uh, too much until like we start getting like cholesterol problems but I would love to eat eggs all the time and I know I could get away with eating like egg whites and all that nonsense but like Nah, then need... what do you do with the yolk? You know, that's exactly. Fine. I'm not. Am I gonna make hollandaise sauce? I don't think so. I'm gonna cook that sauce far too quickly. I don't think so. And then just make weird scrambled eggs that's too fatty and rich. And I'm not gonna eat that because hollandaise is a very not too difficult. But I've made it before, and it was like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. Hollandaise. Eggs Benedict are really good too, but I yeah. will never make that myself because I, I've tried again. I've tried it. We made the hollandaise. I made the eggs, the poached eggs. Everything was awful and watery, and it was like this my is... mom's really good at making eggs Benedict. Yeah, she does make that hollandaise. Yeah, doesn't she use like a blender or something like that? Yeah, I think yeah. Anyways, breakfast. Breakfast. Breakfast is so naughty. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thing? My thing is um, a book series called Amelia Bedelia. Um, Brennan, I couldn't come up with anything, and Brennan was like, think of something you haven't thought about in a while. And I was like, how can I think of something I haven't thought of in a while if I don't remember <laughs> what I haven't thought about in a while? Um, and then I looked over at our bookshelf, and there I saw it. Um, my Amelia Bedelia book. Um, Amelia Bedelia is important to me because um, my mom used to read the books when she was younger and she really likes them and so when I was in, oh, sorry oh, no continue I'll ask my questions after um, when I was in elementary school um, we would always read them together um, basically Amelia Bedelia is a series of books focusing on the main character Amelia Bedelia um, they're written by Peggy Parrish and they, um, the first one was published in the 60s, 1963. Um, yeah. That's so old. And they kept being created by Peggy Parrish um, until her death in 1988. Um, so that's like the OG series of it, um, which all was created before I was born. So yeah, that's wild. That's what, yeah. Um, yeah um and then i guess her nephew started writing them later on as well um but basically the premise is you have amelia bedelia who um repeatedly misunderstands various commands from her employer she's like a maid that works at this rich house uh, of these rich people <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um but she always um takes um her like different figures of speech literally yeah and then always messes things up um so it's really silly it's really fun um and she comes from a family that takes everything literally oh so um, all of them well her family but not the family she works for mm-hmm. um she almost always manages to win everyone over at the end by making them some kind of baked good um <laughs> And yeah, she's a maid for the wealthy couple as, known as the Rogers. Um, and usually they're pretty good at knowing that Amelia Bedelia is going to take everything literally. And so instead of saying, like, change the towels, because she might 
literally take the towels and change them with something else completely different excellent they would say put the wet towels in the laundry and replace them with clean ones you know very specific Specific. yeah um i do have one of um peggy Parrish's book here it's um wait huh what's going on here Oh, yeah, it was at the library at my elementary school, but then they had a book sale, and I saw it there, and I bought it um, because I wanted to have it at home because I used to always take Amelia Bedelia books out of the library, and my mom and I would read them together. Um, so when they were selling this, I uh, I bought it for, like, 25 cents or something. Um, so, yeah, Amelia Bedelia's family album is the book I have. Um, Are you going to read? I think I'll read it, or at least some of it. We'll see how it goes. Um, Amelia Bedelia's family album. I feel like some of the comedy will be lost over this medium, so I'll try my best to explain it um, as best as I can. Amelia Bedelia, said Mrs. Rogers, you've been here a long time. Oh, Mrs. Rogers, said Amelia Bedelia, are you tired of me? Of course not, said Mr. Rogers. We want to have a party for you. We want to meet your family. Now that is nice, said Amelia Bedelia. Who would who would you like to invite? Asked Mrs. Rogers. Oh, they look so, like, they look so unassuming, everybody. Oh, yeah, they're so cute. Um, I'll get my family album, said Amelia Bedelia. You can help me decide. Good idea, said Mr. Rogers. Amelia Bedelia got her album. This is my daddy said Amelia Bedelia. He is a telephone operator. Then he helps people make calls, said Mr. Rogers. He does not. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) He does not, said Amelia Bedelia. He operates on telephones. I see, said Mr. Rogers. Oh, just a, yeah, we need to cut because literally he is in a surgeon's outfit going to town on a, like, like a corded uh, telephone. Yeah, with a hammer, he's just smashing it. Um, again, and this is where you get like a sense of the humor in these books. It's like very, it takes everything like super literally. So it's just super si- silly. Um, this is my mama, said Amelia Bedelia. She is a loafer. You mean she does nothing, said Mrs. Rogers? Certainly not, said Amelia Bedelia. She works hard. She makes dough into loaves of bread. That's what a loafer does. I see, said Mrs. Rogers. Yo, she is, she is changing the game. They, they are trying to guess what her family is doing, and they're like, well, she clearly, if they're a loafer, obviously, they just yeah. loaf around. Yeah. This Amelia, is amazing. Yeah. Um, Amelia Bedelia, you know, she uh, she really keeps those rich folk guessing, you know? Um, this is Uncle Albert, said Amelia Bedelia. He is a big game hunter. You mean he kills animals? asked Mrs. Rogers. Why would he do that, said Amelia Bedelia. He hunts big games. He has one so big it takes up a whole room. I see, said Mrs. Rogers. And he's playing a ginormous game of checkers in a whole room. Yeah, and there's apparently a bullseye on the wall in the background for some reason. It's probably for big darts. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very dangerous. Yeah, just big checkers, big darts. Imagine having a ginormous dart board. Imagine the darts necessitated for that. It's spooky. I will not. Uh, next is Aunt Mary, said Amelia Bedelia. She is a bank teller. And I think it's almost fun for us as the reader to try and guess what yeah. she means by bank teller. Because it's the, like the book is set up because you'll 
on the right page you'll see like the setup of like oh they're a bank teller and you have to turn the page to find the uh basically the punchline. yeah then she cashes people's checks said mr rogers no said amelia bedelia she tells everybody in the bank where to go some folks don't like that <laughs> i see said mr rogers she's just standing there telling people where to go bank teller this is cousin kelvin said amelia bedelia he is a boxer does he win any matches asked mrs rogers amelia bedelia looked puzzled matches she said why would he win matches a boxer packs boxes he gets paid money i see said (laughs) mrs rogers it's just wild like you think that at this point they would stop guessing it's like you Uh, know maybe it's fun for them maybe they're just like well, we clearly, she's clearly like a wild maid or, or like service woman. We don't pay her to be a maid, though. We pay her for the gamble of whatever <laughs> the hell she is going to spew out of her mouth. Uh, cousin Edward is a horse racer, said Amelia Bedelia. Wait, what could that mean? A horse racer? There's he no- races horses. Like, he races them. I feel like that's what it's going to be. Okay. Oh, he, he is a jockey, said Mr. Rogers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, said Amelia Medelia. Cousin Edward races horses. He almost won once, but he tripped and fell. <laughs> I see. Jerk. Also, like, imagine someone talking about you to, like, their employer, and they describe your occupation as someone who races horses. Like, you physically go against a horse in a race. <laughs> That's your occupation. Who pays you to do that? Uncle Ned is a cook, said Amelia Bedelia. He works in a hotel. Then he is a chef, asked Mrs. Rogers. I have no idea what that could be. Other than... A cook? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> no. What is the... Wait, how is this phrased? Is, oh, I, a single cook. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah, he's a cook. I, I, I figured as well because the word cook is actually capitalized. Yeah. And none of the other words have been so far. Yeah, it's true. He works in a hotel. No, said Amelia Bedelia. He is a doorman. His name is Ned Cook. I see. Yes, he is Mrs. a single Rogers. cook of the Cook family, I guess. Yes. Um, Uncle Dan takes pictures. Said <laughs> Amelia Bedelia. What kind of pictures does he take? Is he a thief? Oh, definitely. He has to be. Yes! <laughs> yes! Any kind, said Amelia Bedelia. <laughs> you really have to watch him. He'll take every picture in the house. <laughs> I see, said Mr. Rogers. Cousin B has a fun job, said Amelia Bedelia. She balances checkbooks. No way. I wish she would balance mine, said Mrs. Rogers. She will, said Amelia Bedelia. She can balance 20 at one time. She's on one foot, on like a stool, got 10 in each hand. Yeah. My brother, Ike, wants an orange grove, said Amelia Bedelia, but he has had bad luck. What does this mean? How is that? Asked Mr. Rogers. I'm just as confused, Mr. Rogers. Let's see. He orders orange trees, I hate said this man. Amelia Bedelia, but they all come out green. <laughs> I hate this so much. The man has like a bunch of trees like ready to be buried and he's just destroying them. Oh yeah. my God. This is poor cousin Chester, said Amelia Bedelia. It's a man 
with an iced tea, smiling. Poor Cousin Chester. He is a printer. What does he print? asked Mrs. Rogers. Everything, said Amelia Bedelia. We never could teach him proper writing. <laughs> Just big old capital letters he's writing. He cannot do cursive. and I mean, that's, that's the punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... You have to think in the time that these books were written, you learned cursive writing in school. Like, that was a big thing. Ah. Uh, yeah. Which I really wish that was still a thing. I get that. I mean, the... I learned cursive writing in school. No, I know. Yeah. Nobody does now, though. Yeah. I th- the amount of children or, or like, teenagers... That's and... kind of, like, irrelevant. No, 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 it is. I'm not saying that it's necessary. I just think it's a fun thing to do, and it, like, it kind of encourages, like, a weird form of art. Right. Uh, just to, like, have... Anyways, that's, that's, that's my fair. two cents. Um, Cousin Clara is a bookkeeper, said Amelia Bedelia. She must be good with numbers, She's said Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Oh. No, said Amelia Bedelia, no way. but she is good at keeping books. She never returns she, one. Well, how many thieves <laughs> are in this family? A lot, I guess. Uh, Cousin Ella works with Clay, said Amelia Bedelia. Is she a potter? I asked Mrs. Rogers. I don't know any potters, said Amelia no Bedelia. No way. Clay is capitalized. Ella and her husband, Clay, have a bakery. <sighs> I see, said Mrs. Rogers. Uncle Elf is a garbage collector, said Amelia Bedelia. That is smelly work, said Mr. Rogers. It sure is, said Amelia Bedelia. All of his neighbors moved away. I see, said Mr. Rogers. This man has garbage and trash all over his yard. It is buck wild. Yeah, his house is a dump. Cousin Susan belongs to a fan club, said Amelia Bedelia. Are there many fans in our fan club, asked Mr. Rogers. Oh, yes, said Amelia Bedelia. You've never seen so many different kinds of fans. Literal, like, fans, like, um, I don't know what these styles are called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My niece Lulu stuffs olives. (laughs) What does this mean? What could this mean? Does she stuff pimento? Or does she stuff the pimento in the middle, asked Mrs. Rogers. No, said Amelia Bedelia. She stuffs olives into herself. (laughs) That's like calling someone an olive stuffer. Like, get what? (laughs) I see, said Mrs. Rogers. The last picture is of Ollie, said Amelia Bedelia. He is my nephew. Ollie is our catcher. What does he catch? Asked Mr. Rogers. I don't know. Everything, said Amelia Bedelia. Measles, mumps, colds, whatever comes along, Ollie catches it. Yeah. This man is a walking plague. Huh? (laughs) What an unusual family, said Mrs. Rogers. You could say that again. Yes, said Mr. Rogers. Invite all of them to the party. Wow. Even the thieves. What What a nice family. All right, said Amelia Bedelia. She left the room. In a bit, she came back. They will be here tomorrow, she said. Tomorrow, said Mrs. Rogers. We can't have everything ready by then. What's to get ready, said asked Amelia Bedelia. Food, said Mr. Rogers. Now, Mr. Rogers, said Amelia Bedelia, my folks know about parties. They will bring food. But Amelia Bedelia, said Mrs. Rogers, will there be enough food for everybody? Everybody, said Amelia Bedelia. Oh, no. I hadn't thought of inviting everybody. What a good idea. She ran outside. Here, here, she shouted. A party tomorrow. Everybody come. <laughs> and everybody came. That is kind of cute. Yeah. It's just a party with a bunch of people. Her cousin's got his fan. The little, the, the one. Oh, dude. The one dude is dead. Just in the corner. <laughs> they so brought much. him to the party and he has a bunch of pill bottles <laughs> beside him. He's definitely very ill. 
Oh man, this guy's got his phone. Yo, where is there somebody? Lulu's got her olives. Oh, that guy has the A and he just printed out the letter A and B. There's the woman with the book. Oh, there's the guy with the painting. Yeah, he and took it's wrapped one. too. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, he certainly does. Anyway, I just I really like these books because I think they're just super cute and uh, and fun. Well, I feel like there's no. I wonder if that was me. I know that's 1991. Wow. This library book has like this card from people who took it out of the library and it's stamped from like 1991, which is in itself a really cool old trinket. Um, no, I was going to say like books like these, it, it's how I feel about certain like just like children shows. Um, that I still enjoy, like Adventure Time or Steven, U Steven Universe's Buckwild. Adventure Time got nuts. Yeah. Um, and like, I do want to talk about Adventure Time again because you talked about one episode specifically. I want to talk about that. I whole did show the first episode I ever saw. Exactly. Yes. But like, so, like the comedy that's written in this book. Like, you're right. I'm not gonna probably sit down and read this by myself. But like, to in to have like a friend over and be like, hey, check this book out and watch them react to it. Like, yeah. th There's a whole co like reading it besides you was absolutely bonkers it was yeah. one of my favorite things um it was just great and like when you read uh, the princess and the pony that yeah. was absolutely unbelievable yeah so like i i fully endorse like this is absolutely the kind of comedy that everybody should be down for yeah well it's special to read a book with someone and i feel like that's why i've always really enjoyed amelia bedelia because it was something my mom and i always did together yeah. um and she really loved the comedy of it um and so it really like you know, I really loved it too. And we would laugh and read it and it's just so silly and you never really know what's going to happen. And part of it is the guesswork of like, what, how is she going to take that literally this time? Um, well, that I feel like she was cheating. Her cousin that catches, that's a catcher. Absolutely not. How dare you, Amelia Bedelia. That is not what you would call a catcher. Well, she takes everything like so literally that it's like they have to describe things in a way that's just like super literal i know i'm just saying um, that's cheating every yeah. most everybody else was pretty all right phone operator but, yeah but the thing that's interesting that book was a little bit different because that's amelia bedelia saying the literal yes. way of it and then you have to guess like then the family's taking it figuratively and then how is how like can actually translate yeah um where in the normal books it's like the rogers giving amelia bedelia like a task to do and she like just like does just a wild thing yeah yeah i've seen like those those things have always been great um so yeah if you ever want to check out those books they're a really fun um series um yeah that's my thing yeah um so when i started this timer we have about five minutes left I'm pretty sure we have a pretty good amount of time. Um, however, because we don't know because your program, it doesn't suck, it's GarageBand. But it does suck because it's not telling us how long we've been recording. We'll just cut it a little short. I'll maybe add multiple songs to the end of this just to keep it going. Um, in the description on our, our podcast, I'll, I'll write all the things um, and I'll tell Jill what songs they are and she's, there's nothing she can do. but. I don't know, you'll just hear some songs. They'll all be Canadian. Most likely Luca and my brother's band and maybe the solo's band. I'll figure out some music to play. Cool. And uh, yeah. yeah, thanks for tuning in. Hope everyone is staying safe and indoors and 
happy and, and happy, as best as you can. Happy Bunny Day. Yeah. Um, happy Bunny Day. Happy Bunny Day. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going in between her toes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks to Matthew Campbell, who's doing our background music. Which, oh, I, fun story. I just, I destroyed my computer accidentally. I just spilled water on it. And that was it. And like, there was, that, that's it. Uh, that sucks. And I haven't even had it for like more than like a year. Or probably two, actually. Um, so I have to do like a little bit of extra work cutting this together because I have to go get all those uh, background music samples and other songs that I have downloaded and re-downloaded on Melissa's computer and do all this nonsense. But um, that's that. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Matt, for our background music. Uh, thank you to Matt and Jim and uh, for any songs of Luke I'll, I'll use. Thanks to my brother just because I, I don't know I talked about him I use the song thank you Solo and his band uh, what's that band called Yano Cusina thank you I was, I was I was thinking about the watch pots and I was like no that's not it hey we well, can add we can put one of your songs cool we'll see um, I do want to say that I recall starting at 1220 just so you know you sure I'm pretty sure well we have 20 minutes hmm well we have 15 minutes well, we could talk about, like, a couple more little likes, maybe, and then wrap it up. Sure. Or we could just fill it with music. I'm okay either way. Um, not sure. Now everybody gets to hear how we are unable to make decisions. Yep, that's a classic. Mwah, 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 mwah. Oh, I did apply for the, uh, the Canadian Emergency relief response sure relief. No, yeah. i don't know I, no it is i'm pretty sure it's response i meant sure as in like it's the same thing it's fine um so hopefully when that comes in um i'll be able to to set aside money for all of our bills and groceries and stuff that i need to and then go buy a computer because god god gosh darn gosh darn it oh boy i am very upset and yeah. you were actually very worried for me because I basically destroyed my computer almost immediately. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I did that. And you were like, Brendan, are you OK? You're not you're not reacting. And it was like, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's hard when something like that happens to, like, react in an appropriate way. Yeah. Well, that's what it was like last night. We were playing Dungeons and Dragons, and we're playing online, and we refuse to do our main campaigns online. So we start literally started a new campaign uh, just to play online, and this is now going to be added to our long queue of campaigns that we need mm -hmm. to get through. I will say, shout out to Roll Twenty. Oh my God, Roll Twenty is amazing. It's a really fun website. Um, you can have everyone on there. It's free. Talking via web via webcam. Um, the DM can put up pictures in the background. They can have a soundtrack going. There's a chat feature. You it's can, got... like, secret chat. So you can specifically yeah. talk to anybody through the website. Obviously, you can just message them. But, um, yeah, no. So, like, last night, we, a group of level four characters with, like, two other regular dudes, three other, like, probably level four or five characters took on a hundred zombies. Um, their challenge rating, for anybody that knows about D&D, &D, uh, enemies have challenge ratings. Um, 
a pretty like for low level characters um half or one is pretty 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 good um all of these creatures there was a hundred or so zombies that we had to fight i think they all technically had a challenge rating of one was that it is that what yeah it challenge rating of one. Um, they clearly had a challenge rating of like one challenge rating of one is a lot for them being a hundred of them no it totally is but they were a little they had to have been a little harder than just challenge rating of one. All the beasts that are challenge ratings of one only have like upwards of 50 health and they do like 2d6 or 1d12 damage. Like these things were having multiple attacks. They had like 30 or 40, no, they had 50 health each. They also were doing, um, they had a ability that if you uh, killed them, um, there's a chance that they could just come back to life with zero I will health. say that, like, zombies are, like, a quarter or a half, though. Yeah, no, I know. But these weren't regular zombies, and that's the point. Right. Anyways, uh, my character almost died. This is, like, our third session online we've been playing. And I literally just, like, stopped talking to everybody. And my character passed out. It was wild. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a deadly encounter. Five, sure. And that's with nine level four characters. And I don't even think all of them were no, level nine. No, absolutely not. Let me see if I put in 50 of them. If that's even. Because we fought like 100. So let's see that. I'm using a challenge rating. Still deadly at 50. Oh, for sure. Let's try Let's try 30. Because that's what we really had to fight at the very end. Still deadly. Let's try 20. Basically, challenge rating is sort of a way that you can predict how difficult an encounter will be. Still deadly. Let's try 10. Hard. Cool. Um, we really set up like a really good trap. So we we basically had an easy time dealing with like the first 60 zombies because we set a hole for them to fall into. Um, my character was a druid, so he knew some radiant um, magics, and it just like obliterated a lot of them. But then, like the last forty, we had to kind of like tango with ourselves. Boy, howdy, was that difficult? Yeah, it was really challenging. But um, yeah, no, I don't but remember yeah. why I started talking about this. Well, it was something about oh yeah, not reacting to things appropriately. Right. Because it was like yeah, no, I'm very scared and upset that my character is probably going to die. I failed two death saving throws, which is another mechanic. If you get knocked out, you don't die immediately. Um, you basically have a chance to come back to life. Um, but that's literally it's like a it's like a fifty fifty chance uh, over three or six rounds, depending on how well you do. Um, it's just very scary. You get three. Um, bad rolls and you just die you get three good rolls and you come back to life but they don't have to be consecutive it was very scary but yeah i think we should probably if we want to play some songs we yeah. should probably wrap up absolutely now. so yeah thank you to everybody who i started thanking before um yeah. and we'll we'll see you next week bye, bye.